coming up on the Tuesday show. What's in the news? There is nothing happening in the news that isn't going to trigger me and go off on a rant. Really long, random... It, it sounds a bit pyramidy, doesn't it? A hundred percent. What's the bloody point? Nobody knows. Nice idea. I've got some bananas here. Wondering whether <laughs> you said bananas or whether I saw some bananas and thought bananas. Sitting on my ass doing nothing. Banana Wars, episode four. Welcome to the Tuesday show with CJ and Ted. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just remembered the uh, one of the last episodes when we were talking about um, was it uh, no no petting in the swimming pool, and he did the the clip for the coming up, and it's just me doing that. <laughs> I pissed myself laughing. I was like, "What the fuck am I doing?" <laughs> yeah, that was. Uh, that I'm was, pretty sure that's why you put it there, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, I thought I've got to use that. That's great. Yeah, you know, without context. Um, That's what I mean. There was no context to it. I was like, "What?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So good. Yeah, yeah. that was a, a good editorial choice. I like it. So, what's going on in the news? <sighs> what's in the news? There is nothing happening in the news that isn't going to trigger me and go off on a rant. Um, and, I, and I feel like that's not the purpose of this show. That's pretty pretty standard. Um, yeah, I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with having a rant. Why are cryptocurrency adverts taking over the Super Bowl? Is that really newsworthy? I mean, I, I, it probably is newsworthy because especially how most of the world seems to be against, or you know, sorry, most uh, government controlled world seems to be against cryptocurrency. Um, well, yes. I mean, anything that might diminish their control is uh, is something to be wary of. Um, exactly. Although I have to say, I'm a little bit wary anyway. I, mean, I, I don't know an awful lot about uh, cryptocurrency, and that's overstating how much I know. Um, <laughs> I, I know a little bit, not not nowhere near enough to be able to trade and mm, and make money from it. Mm. Um, but it's just it's just like stocks. You know, people buy and sell cryptocurrency, um, and the value changes based on demand mm. uh, and uh, demand and availability, as you know, as to, as happens with stocks. Mm. Um, but without there actually being anything, there's nothing. There's nothing physical at the end of it. Um, just like stocks, just nothing like, really. Phys- there's nothing physical about it. It's just a, a number on a on a, on a computer to say how many you have. There is what the value. Well, is. yes, you say that, but. Uh, ultimately, there's there, there is a company doing something at the end, yeah, uh, and it's about the value of that company and about the value based on the profit that that company makes or is expected to make. Um, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, like, like you say, there, there's tangible. Mm. I mean, I'm not going to. I'm not going to suggest that um, uh, any normal currency uh, really makes a great deal of sense. Um, not when you can just print trillions of dollars um, yep. on, a, on a whim. Yeah, no, exactly. But it's a really good way yeah, of destroying exactly. a... <laughs> really good way of destroying a, a currency. Uh, yeah. So people looking for a replacement, I can I can sort of but well it, understand. I mean, it's so volatile, though, cryptocurrency, mm. because there's nothing kind of tangible at the end of it. It's literally just, this is an, an electronic currency 
mm-hmm. you'll never have you'll never be able to hold it in your hand it's literally a number on your screen and that is it i, I think um <clears throat> yeah I mean, but, it's a risk it's it's certainly it's certainly a risky thing mm. there's no way of knowing which cryptocurrencies are going to uh, survive if any no. uh and what they're going to do um and if you take away the even th- stop thinking about the using it as an investment um mm. some people use um crypto coins i i'm just using terms i've heard vaguely um <laughs> but use that <laughs> use that to to buy physical products mm. the pr- problem and probably something that's a little bit more sinister is the idea that people might use um or get used to using cryptocurrency in their everyday life perhaps even be paid in cryptocurrency and then you've got to wonder well actually who who controls it who who is the control who says you can conduct transactions you can save you can do this you can uh, whatever you know we 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 have um you know as a country and many other countries are exactly the same we have certain rules in place in terms of uh finances banks have to go through various types of regulation to make sure that they're protecting money for 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 customers in terms of mm. you know lending or in terms of you know transferring money and what what have you if you've got something that's pretty much an unknown and actually in many cases you don't even know who's behind it um mm then yeah it kind of hangs in the balance and then you're what you're doing is you're potentially giving a lot of power um to somebody that isn't a government is just a could be anyone could be any kind of organization and saying you're going to be the one that decides whether or not i can buy something whether i can trade whether i can earn money and you could really really screw up um you know a lot a lot of people a lot of businesses um, I, I guess that's what that governments power. are worried about. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's kind of what governments are worried about, isn't it? Because there is no regulation over it. Yeah. I mean, you know, look, cyber cyber crime has many ties to cryptocurrency. Um, there is a form of cyber attack called like a it's like a mining hack or something. Mm-hmm. What happens is that somebody hacks into your computer. You know, it, assuming you haven't got you know, uh, good enough software to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. Somebody will hack into your system um, and basically drop a little program that will run in the background. You'll ne- you'd never know it's there. And what it, but what it does is it uses the resources that you're not using. It then uses to mine cryptocurrency. Um, so it's basically somebody you know trying to get cryptocurrency for free. Yeah. Uh, without using their own resources, they'll do it with someone else's. And um, but obviously that's because cryptocurrency is it's the the popular thing right so here's the question for you Mm. what is cryptocurrency mining so right uh uh, that's a much bigger question than just as someone grabs a pickaxe and starts digging again i don't know the full ins and outs but I, i can give you the basics which is so cryptocurrency works on what they call a blockchain which is like a a really long random code if you like, of numbers and letters that it's almost like a, an, an equation that a computer has to solve mm-hmm. to then retrieve a Bitcoin. And then once they've got it, you know, that, that it's theirs. So in the early days, the, the blockchains or, you know, the, the sums that or the, sorry, these uh, equations that computers had to figure out were really simple and really easy. So it was easy to mine, 
and you could get loads of them mm-hmm. over you know however long now it takes you know thousands of computing hours to to decrypt one of the blockchains which is why cryptocurrency is so expensive right now because the amount of energy used mm-hmm. to 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 mine basically outweighs how much the 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 cryptocurrency is actually worth like when it first started which is you know basically you'd have to invest thousands of pounds worth of uh, energy to mining uh cryptocurrency mm-hmm. but then also to get your your money back the value has to go up right you know to, to kind of match that but yeah the actual the the thing of my, it's all algorithms and stuff that i don't understand What's, um, but what, what's what's the purpose? What's the product? Are you are you actually doing some sort of calculation? <clears throat> Excuse me. Are you doing some sort of calculation that is of use to somebody else? Is that is are you is somebody I, farming I out? I don't know. Okay. Um, however, I know I know someone who does. Um, his name is Google. Uh-huh. So, what is cryptocurrency mining? Here we go. So let's do that. Cryptocurrency mining. Is a method of so yeah verifying transactions on a digital ledger mm. um, for a blockchain using machines with extensive computing power. Cryptocurrency mining is something any individual or law or organization can do with adequate hardware and software resources. But the expansion of mining and, and increasing costs make it progressively difficult for newcomers. Cryptocurrency mining is the process where specialized computers known as nodes or mining rigs validate blockchain transactions for a specific crypto coin and in turn receive a mining reward for their compu- computational effort. So there you go, if that made any sense. It, it sounds a bit pyramidy, doesn't it? A hundred percent. So, <laughs> but I mean, as for a tangible result at the end or, you know, the uh, a, a real, you know, a tangible reason for doing it, no idea, apart from just to get the currency at the end mm. um which obviously you can then trade and make money off mm-hmm. and that's i guess that's kind of the purpose of it mm. Mm. um blockchains are require, require an expensive network of machines to verify and store transactions to support global cryptocurrencies over our overarching distri- distributed digital ledgers okay i i, I think i think if the first paragraph didn't blow our socks off i don't think going any further will <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm literally just trying to see if it gives me a an actual, you know, what's the bloody bit, point? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What's the point? Yeah, you know? nobody uh, knows. <laughs> nobody knows. It becomes visible to the blockchain speed speed network. Um, it doesn't actually. It doesn't actually tell me what the purpose of mining is, or yeah, what the yeah. what these tran- these transactions are. It sounds like someone's just made up some sh- you know, shit, something, and just gone. Oh, hey, you need to get a computer to figure all of this out, and then if you, if you can do this for me, I'll give you this thing called a crypto, mm-hmm. you know, called a called a bitcoin. Nice idea. I think the the lack of regulation on it is. Um, is something to be mm. worried about because it could just crash at any moment. Mm. Uh, and the problem is, and as soon as government steps in and starts putting in, um, you know, restrictions on crypto, like I think China basically banned Bitcoin at one point, yeah, or banned all crypt- cryptocurrencies at one point, and Bitcoin took a nosedive. And it happens every time a a, a former. It happened when, uh, so the UK banned a a company called Binance. 
who are a crypto trade organization. Um, they basically banned them from operations in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, and most of the cryptocurrencies took a took a hit. They took a slight fall because basically everyone then suddenly, everyone in the UK, myself included, went on to Binance and just went, well, I just need to sell this then because it's no good to me. I can't trade it anywhere. Yeah. And so I just need to sell it and take my money out. Mm-hmm. Um, so the value of, of crypto went down. Um, so every time something like that happens, every time the the regulators step in and do something, the value of crypto goes down, which is why it's so volatile at the minute because it's unregulated. Mm. Um, it means that you know people will basically panic at the at the first sign of something going wrong or the first sign of trouble. People panic and will will sell, uh, which then causes the value to go down. Yeah, um, yeah. Ba- the basics of supply and demand. You don't need me to explain that to you. Uh, yeah, you, you understand supply and demand probably far better than I do, um, but it is the basics of, of supply and demand. You know, when people start selling, there's a, an overabundance of, of supply, and then suddenly not a lot of demand, so the yeah. value goes down. Not entirely sure what the demand is for uh, electronic currency, though. Uh, well, this is the thing: there are companies who are. There isn't anything behind it. Go on. There are some businesses and, and organisations who are accepting cryptocurrency as a form of payment. Hmm. Um, you know, you can get crypto. Uh, like crypto wallets for your, <clears throat> sorry, crypto apps for your, for your phone. Mm. Where if you ha- if you have cryptocurrency, you can pay in crypto. Mm. Um, I like the idea of moving to one global world currency, and if if Bitcoin is the one, cool, you know, no problem. Because if you could, I'm not saying eradicate, but if you could, you know, slowly move away from current currency to something digital, you know, I, I feel like. There's the potential for. I know it's kind of a utopian idea, but sounds more you know, dystopian to me. It's got to be a mindset change from everybody, which I know is never going to happen um, because people are stubborn. But also, um, there's quite a few billion people, so that that would be quite a quite a job, really. Oh yeah, to have everybody use exactly the same currency. Bearing in mind. Um, there are so many different parts of the world that work in so many different ways and you know even your example of um did you say bananas yeah so your example of bananas i only say that because i've got some bananas here so i just wondered whether (laughs) you said bananas or whether i saw some bananas and thought bananas Um, um actually what i said was pineapples no i didn't say okay i don't know why it was the first thing that came to my head but it was uh, but it is a good example, and yes, the the cost of a banana is is likely to be different in different parts of the world. Um, they have to do it that way. Yeah, you see, this is the problem with the idea of uh, a single currency or trying to find uh, some sort of parity across uh, across a country, let alone um, uh, across the whole globe, which is that. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not going to have the same price for a banana in different parts of the world. You're not going to have the same price for uh, a litre of water or or whatever it may be is because um, all of these things have different costs associated with them. Uh, Also, Mm -hmm. you've got different systems of government and whatnot. Um, It would be incredibly difficult and I think possibly has the potential of not working in the same way as... um, you know, a, a, a communist um, regime doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, you you can't have people working to exactly the same rules and looking for exactly the same outcome because 
that will just stifle progress. The reason why there are bananas in Britain is because somebody is deciding that it's worthwhile to pick them up, transport them, move them, sell them, market them. Mm. And that is only possible because somebody thought it would be a great idea to create, design, and make possible the aeroplane. So there are are all these different things. And and it's not necessarily about governments. I mean, if you think about the the economy as a whole, we've got companies, you've got self-employed people, um, Mm -hmm. you've got... um, yeah, individual sole traders, uh, small companies, big companies, middle-sized companies. Uh, you've mm. got, um, yeah, public services as well. Um, they all have different needs. Um, they all have different ways of working. And you can't expect to be able to somehow organize them all. The problem is when you try and st- start organizing, uh, you try and start... Uh, sorry, if you try and start to organize... 7 billion people you will have to re- you will have to regulate and overregulate you will stop people from doing things you will stifle creativity you will mm-hmm. stifle business and mm-hmm. you will do that in such a way that yes everybody pays exactly the same for a banana but now your banana costs 50 quid nobody yeah. can ever afford it um and you've just destroyed bananas for everyone yeah no, exactly, and and it, it, it's a tough. I mean, I, I do struggle to kind of wrap my head around it. Just just how everything works in that respect, in mm. you know, economics and and business, and you know, I, I'm not a, I don't have a, a high IQ. I'm not a businessman, not mm. not by any stretch. Um, so I, I struggle to kind of understand how it all actually really truly works. But, um. I mean, a, a good example, I, I think, of that... Uh, well, a good example of it not working... I was reading an article um, not that long ago about a business who... They were trialling, um, paying everybody exactly the same wage. Irrespective of position, irrespective of job title... Mm-hmm. Um, irrespective of how much work they're actually doing... Everyone got paid the same. And it was kind of a, a trial just to see how people kind of reacted to that. Yeah. You know, is, is it a, is it a, a system of, um, of remuneration that would actually work in real life? And, and they discovered quite quickly that, no, it's not. Um, not just because... It's almost as though the last time they did that trial, 100 million people were murdered. Well, yeah. <laughs> anyway, what they quickly found was um, actually it had the opposite effect because... People realise that you know, so, so you know, somebody will be like, "Well, hang on a minute, I'm working my socks off. Mm-hmm. This guy over here is doing fuck all, mm-hmm. and he's getting paid the same as me. How does that work?" Yep. Type scenarios, um, and I think that's kind of the problem that I've completely forgot where I was going with this point. Actually, um, <laughs> it, it was it was it was an example of how um, your utopian. Everybody, everybody oh, yeah. pays the same amount for a banana, or we have the same currency. Um, could yeah you, you start fail it, it would work if everybody had exactly the same ethics about everything you know but then straight away you've removed individuality you've removed um i guess to to a degree you remove the creativity side of it because everyone just goes well it's okay because we're all paying the same or we all get paid the same yep. so i don't really need to do anything extra yeah because i'm not going to get any more for it you know 
Well, you you, um, you remove motivation, and that that's what happens yeah. when you have trials like that in the in the workplace, where everybody mm. gets paid the same in an organisation, and sometimes you know it's very very strictly. You know, if, if you're the the van driver or the CEO, everybody gets paid exactly the same. Um, and isn't it wonderful yeah. because we you know we we spread out the um, so we, we spread the the profits across the across the company. Um, but you remove the drive for improvement as well, because you know. Well, you do, but also you increase the resentment because why? Why am yeah. I spending my time using my skills? I went to university for four years and I did this and I did that and I've got these accreditations or whatever it may be. But mm-hmm. you know, John's just driving a van and he get, yeah. gets paid the same as I do. That's not fair. Exactly, and That's you could exactly. easily just. And a lot of people, I think, would just end up being like, "Well, you know." I could get paid exactly the same for sitting on my ass doing nothing, yep. you know, having an easy life and still get paid the same as someone who's working their socks off. Yeah. I think I know which one I'm going to go for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You kind of remove creativity and motivation and mm. um, any incentive to, or any drive for improvement. Yeah. Um, which I think is the, yeah, the problem with that. So, yeah. I mean, I can't, I, kind of understood where they were coming. I understand where they're coming from and what the, the motivation is mm-hmm. to try or something like that. You know, it would be lovely to be able to go to a business and say that irrespective of my performance, you know, I still get paid what is deemed a, a fair value for, for my skill set. Mm-hmm. Um, the motivation then to improve has to just come purely from the fact that I want to improve, that I want to do better rather than just, you know, sit on my ass and just literally just check in, do what I've got to do and then check yeah. out again. Yeah. Um, you know, I want to go the extra mile i want to do more mm-hmm. um i mean i find that in in life at the moment anyway you know i i want to do more i, I want to be better um but yeah it's uh like I, I i understand yeah i understand why I, I understand the idea but i think in practice it's just one of those that just doesn't work we're all individuals everyone thinks differently mm-hmm. um not everyone is going to have the same view on it that uh, you know another person does and i think that's where you know kind of the competition kind of kind of stems from yeah if you want more money you have to work harder you know you you want to you want to be able to afford those 50 pound bananas you've got to work harder for it Mm. yeah you you have to demonstrate and prove to us every day that you are deserving of the extra cash um and i think that but that's obviously what drives economy anyway is is people wanting more wealth you know the the acquisition of wealth is the driving force behind everything at the moment yeah uh, the problem the problem is a lot of people would like to make the place uh, sorry make the world a, a better place um and it is a dramatically astonishingly better place than it has ever been a- across the world people's wealth people's um uh, uh life expectancies and um so on have never been as good as they are right now i understand that you know people might have um you know great ideas about oh wouldn't it be great if you know everything was more if everything was more equal Mm. Um, if we all got, um, you know, paid the same, you know, it's great to have ideas and think things out, but a lot of these things have been tried and tested. And the communism is one of the, you know, is a key example of, Hey, wouldn't it be great if we all had the same? Mm. Well, no, it wouldn't. 
it, it just simply wouldn't. And we have to accept the fact that very often life isn't fair. People have different things to to others. And mm. we also have different hopes and dreams and aspirations and motivations and so on yep. and so forth. And we all have mm-hmm. different cultures. We live in different, you know, uh, different corners of the corners of the world. Um, yeah. uh, but the one thing that's never going to make anything better is governments dictating and regulating what we do and how we do it. True. Um, and <laughs> the idea, going back to your original thought, the idea of trying to fix the price of bananas mm. um, potentially across the world is that i mean that could be the beginnings of the world war three oh the, yeah the banana 100%. wars as they were known um <laughs> do you remember the banana wars episode four <laughs> but i i really don't think that's an exaggeration because that that's the sort of thing that can you know rip um you know rip things apart and start start a, a third world war over um it was somebody's dream. One per, you know, one, mm-hmm. you know, a person's dream that actually, um, wouldn't it be great if, uh, we could have a completely different system and it won't be like communism. It won't be like, uh, you know, all these different systems that have failed in the past mm. because I, um, I'm somehow special and I believe that, um, I'm the one that can, can make it happen. Um, yeah. fast forward, you know, fast forward 50 years. Millions dead. Um, everything's destroyed. And no fucker's got a banana. That was the Tuesday show. Get in touch with us. All the links are in the description. And until next time, goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.